is equal to being connected to my desire, my ambition, my mission, my purpose, my reason for being here. And when I was disconnected, I felt adrift. I felt I couldn't get on track, on, on the trail. And it's very different, very different. So much of the play is so personal. Is there one part that touches you the most when you perform? You know, some nights I just start crying in the middle of the flood when I think about a woman who had one bad sexual experience and then closed up shop. Obviously, the Bosnia piece always disturbs me. Having been in Bosnia during the war and having those women are always in my heart. Um, I think every piece, the Coochie Snorcher piece, takes me out. I think all of them have a capacity at some point or another, and depending on my cycle, to move me in some different way. Do you know what I mean? So um, I'm never sure what's going to grab me. I, I've, I've done the Bob piece, you know, the piece about because he liked to look at it. And sometimes in the middle of that, I suddenly understand that this woman hated her vagina until that moment, and I get completely crushed by it. So all the women I interviewed moved me and live in me. And I think sometimes, I think one of the great parts about performing this piece is that when you really listen to people, it is an act of love. And when you then play them back, it's another act of love. So I, I'm in love with these women, you know, and sometimes they rise up in me. Your life must have changed so much over the past few years. I mean, you've come into contact with such a huge network of women, and you're probably keeping in touch with women you most likely never would have met if the vagina monologues hadn't happened. What has that been like for you? Amazing. I mean, it's been a vagina miracle. It really has. I, I was saying to someone, because we're preparing now for Madison Square Garden, and Madison Square Garden is huge. It's 18,000 people, and V-Day is now really, a, it's a global movement. It's in every country in the world. And there are actually people flying in from every region of the world to be at the garden. And there's an enormous network now of women and men all around the world who have been for many years struggling to stop violence against women. But it's been amplified, I think, by this movement. And it's been empowered and emboldened to some degree by this movement. And what it feels like right now is um, that there's this, magnificent wave that began with the vagina monologues that, to be honest, I didn't have much to do with. I just feel like I serve the vagina queens. I do what they tell me. And it's now this wave, and there are a lot of people working on V-Day and on this movement, and all of us are really in the service of whatever this great energy is that is that is crucial and necessary in ending violence against women. And um, it's a privilege, and it's honor, and... Um, I'm exhausted and I'm thrilled and there's no time to stop at this moment and that feels daunting but it also feels like a dream. What other thing does one want with one's life but to be at the service of something this huge? Let's talk a little bit more about V-Day. Uh, can you go back a little bit? How did it start and how, how did you get involved in it? The first tour I did at the Vagina Monologues, I did a grassroots tour. Um, I went to a lot of small cities, Oklahoma City. I went to Jerusalem. I did it in very small little venues in those cities and it was a really magnificent tour because all the women who were bringing it there were, were kind of doing it in these clandestine scary ways it hadn't become a commercial success at that point and I met every every show that I did every country every city in the world women would literally queue up after the show to tell me about how they'd been raped or beaten or mutilated or battered and I just started to feel insane and I, I, I said I'm not going to keep doing the vagina monologues unless we can do something about it so in 1997, a group of women got together and we said, how could we use the vagina monologues to serve this cause? And we came up with B-Day, 
which is a movement, a decision, a catalyst, a spirit, a day, Valentine's Day, to end violence against women. And we launched it by this performance of the Vagina Monologues by all these great, wonderful actors, Glenn Close, Susan Sarandon, Winona Ryder, Lily Tomlin, and we and Whoopi Goldberg, and we did it at Hammerstein Ballroom in New York, and it was for 2,500 people, and we raised thousands of dollars, and it really launched this movement. And since then, it has been happening for, this is the fourth year. It's been done at hundreds and hundreds of colleges all over the world, and many, many cities. Um, this year, it's being done at 250 colleges. It's being done at 50 cities around the world, and it's being done at Madison Square Garden. And it just keeps growing and growing. Can you tell me what you're working on now and what's next for you? I'm working on a new piece called The Good Body, which I'm actually doing with Random House as well. And it's a play and a book. And I just finished a 14-country tour where I interviewed women in all those countries about how they mutilate, fix, transform, bury, hide, alter their bodies in order to fit in with their particular cultures. And um, it's going to be a series of monologues, but it's also going to be, um, there's also other aspects, there's a narrative in it as well. And hopefully it'll be done in a year or so. So what do you do when you're not working? Work. 